Welcome to Transformers, the podcast about how business people and policymakers are creating a sustainable future. I'm your host, Kai Embren. Leaving no one behind, Neighborhood Economics is a story of how an organization united 35,000 people living in the suburb of Stockholm, Sweden. My guest today is Johan Rådmark, a local and internationally recognized and awarded community leader in the neighborhood Bo. And at the heart of this neighborhood is Bo Folkeshus, literally Bo People's House, a non-profit that provides meaningful opportunities for people of all ages and backgrounds to meet, interact and collaborate and learn skills. Johan leads and coordinates Bo Folkeshus. With a budget of 1.5 million US dollar, 34 employees and volunteers, the organization reached a majority of Bo's 35,000 residents. This year, Bo Focus celebrating its 40th anniversary. Listen how they managed to create such a high engagement rate and success. You can also read my interview with Bosse Stoldal, the co-founder and key player in Bofolkesu's history, in a separate blog post at kaiembren.org. Welcome, Yuan. Thank you very much, Kai. Yuan, we met the last time in San Francisco uh, at the, the Impact Hub, when you had the opportunity to inspire an international group of people connected to the Social Capital Markets Conference SOCAP. How was the response and what was the takeaway from the discussion? It's a totally different culture in the US than in Sweden. In uh, San Francisco at the SOCAP conference, I, I found a, a common interest between people with capital and people with social and cultural ideas. And that is something that I can't see in Sweden, unfortunately. Was it any particular issue? I reacted quite strong uh, uh, on the fact that I met uh, very rich people, for example, a group of of ladies uh, that was so interested to invest their capital in different social ideas in the society. They they really saw themselves that uh, important role players in the development, for example, uh, against young people's problems with drugs, other social problems and so on. And they, they really wanted to play a role in, in, that, uh, in that field. And that impressed uh, on me. And that is not uh, what you see when you're going back uh, to Sweden and, and uh, the organization you're working for now. May, maybe in a in a very small, small uh, uh, scale. Uh, for example, locally here in Bo, uh, I have cooperations with some small business people. It, it's not a question about big money. It's uh, more a question uh, of sponsoring with uh, free food or free cakes to our coffee. It's not much money involved in it. And money is what we need in our work. I think uh, uh, amongst business people, they have uh, a ground attitude uh, that is that uh, this kind of questions is a responsibility uh, for the municipality to handle, uh, not not the companies. Those those companies who are engaged 
companies with with parents uh, a company with a company leader that uh, has experience of uh, uh, having own children in our uh, leisure club for example in in Bofolkensus and they can see what we are able to to do and how we can change the premises for young people on their life travel this year the Bofolkensus celebrate it's 40 years anniversary. It's full of success stories, but also challenges that are in people's mind in the neighborhood. Can you give our listeners some of the most important highlights under these 40 years of history? There's lots of highlights to choose between, so it's hard to, to make a selection. In 1985, we had an inauguration of the People's House, Folketshus, at, uh, at the youth club uh, here in the neighborhood. Young people is our future. And in the late 80s, we, we made a, a strategic decision to prioritize uh, cooperation with schools in the neighborhood. And uh, we're doing that since then. We have lots of different kinds of cooperations um, with the schools in the neighborhood in all ages. In 1988, we started a, a local campaign about uh, Boo Better, um, and that's a, a little word uh, joke, you can say. Boo is the name of, uh, uh, of our neighborhood, but Boo also means live, to live. So live better, Boo Better, uh, was a campaign against graffiti. And, uh, well, we, we, we saw at that time that... Uh, the neighborhood looked dirty, lots of ugly graffiti, not nice graffiti, ugly. I think that that spread a negative amongst citizens in our neighborhood. So we decided to start something to make uh, Boo better, a better place to live. And um, this campaign made a, a quite big impact and uh, lots of, uh, of uh, citizens in the neighborhood was uh, engaged in this project and i think that showed also showed for the the politicians in the municipality that we really had an impact in the local society we have the power to make changes and influence people who lived here in our neighborhood in a positive way Can you tell us a little bit more about um, how to meet these type of challenges? So I then started uh, one of Sweden's first uh, youth clubs or leisure clubs for young adults. And uh, the local police, they, they measured uh, the level on criminality. And after one and a half year, <laughs> they just told me, they came with, a, with some flowers to me and said, you won. Your initiative has uh, lowered the criminality with 30%. <laughs> this year we have seen something uh, that I think is very tragical. That is that we have criminal teenagers in gangs. Uh, they are holding the local drug market. Uh, and they recruit uh, children uh, from uh, uh, middle, middle school year. Uh, they are about 10, 11, 12 years old, and they are these young kids are used uh, as uh, 
transporting drugs, they are transporting weapons for the teenagers. They uh, are placed up on a bridge to look out uh, on the parking lot to see if there is any civilian police cars coming in. They learn the, the, the number on the plates. Uh, and they can then uh, send an SMS to these criminal teenagers to warn them uh, something's going on here. And uh, for two years ago, they they uh, they started listening to me, so they gave me some money so I could start the youth club, a kids club, a leisure club for these young kids. So we have a very good cooperation with the local schools here, and together with the teachers, uh, uh, we we could. Uh, see who are in highest risk amongst these young kids to be recruited to these criminal teen teenager gangs. Uh, so we we uh, try to be the step before the criminal gangs and recruit these kids to our club activities, where the where they can meet uh, elder uh, other teenage. Uh, young young people uh, with good uh, attitudes and so on and have them as uh, role models instead of the criminal gangs If you go to the more positive thing of activities that you are promoting uh, within your organization, looking into culture and dance and, and music, uh, what has been the building stones for Bofokusus uh, when we come to these areas to recruit young people into a better society? Then I have to start to tell about our leisure club uh, that, that uh, our organization started by its own. Uh, and after some years, uh, uh, the municipality decided uh, to fund this uh, this leisure club for for teenagers. And um, since uh, 15 years now, uh, we have a, a yearly uh, grant uh, from the municipality, uh, quite a lot of money to run this uh, leisure club for youth people. We also started the. Uh, a cultural club for for young people we call it naka dance and theater uh, which uh, we have uh, courses for young people from um, six years old up to 19 years old in different dance styles theater art and form uh, and so on and that's very popular and uh, we have also exported these activities to other parts of the municipality of naka uh, with, which is uh, geographically uh, uh, far away from uh, Bo, the, the neighborhood that we work in, uh, mostly. The European Union? Oh, yeah, we, we have developed that uh, during the latest years. We, we uh, are quite active uh, in the Erasmus Plus project. Uh, so we had uh, teenagers from our leisure club. Last summer they visited uh, a little town outside Venezia in Italy. Uh, and the, where they met uh, Italian young people, Spanish young people, and had a week of discussions about uh, the UN global goals. 
uh, and uh, it was so nice to see them come back to Sweden full of inspiration and new ideas uh, to develop here in the local neighborhood. Uh, in a few weeks, we are uh, we are being visited. We have visitors from Lyon in France. Uh, ten teenagers coming here uh, to meet our our young people here in in uh, in the Bo Folketsus. Uh, that should be very nice. So I think uh, international uh, aspects so important, especially for young people. I have always. Um, been very impressed by, by young people's possibilities to uh, look on their lives from an entrepreneurial aspect, if you understand me right. Uh, young people are full of ideas, they are full of dreams. And uh, the role of an organization like ours is to be some kind of possibility makers we shall we shall have the resources uh, to help young people to try and realize their dreams and ideas for a better life for a better society for a better something when we had worked with with the young people in this way for some years we started a foundation uh, which we which we call of Egenkraft in Swedish by own capacity which has been working uh, during several years now only with the, the the question how can we in the best way promote and stimulate young people's entrepreneurial skills how can you as a young person be the entrepreneur in your own life uh, that gives hope for the future that gives a self picture that is positive that gives uh, personal experiences among young people that it is possible to fulfill an idea or a dream if you do it together with others, if you do it in cooperation with some uh, people with resources like our organization, Bo Folketshus. We have a room, we have music studios, we have uh, a cafe, we have a leisure club for young people, we have the cultural school and so on. So we have lots of resources that we can use to help these young people to fulfill their dreams and ideas. And that's one of the most uh, nicest parts of my job. We have Sweden's oldest rock association that still are alive and, and very active. It's called the uh, Rock Association Ormans, a snake, snake uh, rock. And uh, many of them are old, old men nowadays in the 60s and even some in the 70s but they also recruit young people young band to their organization and then we have uh, the studios for them to rehearse in and so on and that's for free for them of course because they don't have any money to pay for 
for for this in uh, i heard some uh, i heard some figures that uh, you had uh, five rock bands in thousand inhabitants in the neighborhood at in, least in some years. at least yeah in uh, just uh, before christmas our youth club um, had uh, a live concert uh, where they they um, invited all the the um, the leisure clubs in the, the municipality of Nacka uh, and that there was a, on on stage was um, five different young bands uh, performing uh, all the night and i was so impressed no drugs no alcohol just lots of kids having so fun with music dancing and uh, it was so popular that they they decided immediately to make it again just three weeks later. And you also have Sweden's Bruce Springsteen here in in, 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 in <laughs> Well, <laughs> yes, that was some years ago, but um... stars like that is sometimes important for young people as a role model. Absolutely, mm. um, he he's very famous. Who was uh, it? Ulf Lundell. He, he 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 has during the years he has. Um, uh, or the, and the history of Bufalkesus, he had helped Bufalkesus with the funding through concerts, who who had gathered thousands of people, um, and the Bufalkesus arranged these concerts on different places, and uh, most part of the income was was invested in Bufalkesus development, and that was a great gift of um, of him to do this. If you look at the culture issues and and you go down in the ages, carnivals. That's a, an important part of of Bofalkesus history, uh, because the Urminge Carnival, the Snake City Carnival, is uh, three years older than Bofalkesus organization, uh, and the carnival was started by some some uh, enthusiasts um, uh, with roots in the Caribbean. Uh, and they started a carnival, and uh, it was a, a, a huge um, success from the beginning. And since then, we had arranged this carnival from Bufalket Suicide every year, except from uh, the two years of uh, of the pandemic now. So we just had the carnival with about uh, something between seven and 10,000 visitors. Lots of bands, lots of uh, Tivoli, uh, lots of market, food trucks. Um, that's, a, that's a people's party for families. It's so popular. That's a good tradition. Yeah. It keeps, it keeps well, people together here in our neighborhood.
But maybe uh, some of the biggest challenge uh, has been um, uh, a problem with fires. The first occasion was in 2008. Uh, a guy was, he was a drug addict. Uh, he broke in in Falkett's house and uh, looked for people to steal that he could sell uh, and uh, to have money to buy drugs. But he didn't find anything, so he was angry and uh, put the house on fire. Neighbors uh, saw this quite early, so it was possible for the fire department to 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 fight the fire uh, quite quickly. Uh, so the damages was that uh, one third of the house was burnt down, uh, and it took uh, a little bit less than one year to build it up again. But uh, the more tragic uh, story is that uh, just a little bit more than two and a half years ago in the 15th of October 2020 some people put a house on fire they broke uh, windows so we have burglar alarm and just uh, two three minutes after the burglar alarm we have fire alarm on diff very many sections at the one at once that uh, pointed out that um, somebody have poured out uh, gasoline or something like that so when i uh, read when i get the, the emergency call at uh, four o'clock in the morning i went straight up i just live 500 meters from Folkets so i was here in a few minutes and i met uh, one of my staff members and we could just look at it and, and we couldn't do nothing the fire brigade wasn't able to find any any water fight the fire with. It took them over 50 minutes to find a, a water place. So the house was uh, totally burnt down. And one of the first persons who called me was uh, the priest. Yeah, the priest. The, the priest um, yeah, we, we are we are neighbor with the, with the, the the Swedish church. He called me and said, Johan, I've heard about the disaster on radio. I, I'm here. I have opened the doors for you. Welcome to to the church house, and that was important for us. So I could gather all the, the staff and the board of uh, our organization, and we started to make plans because we uh, we we saw directly that uh, the house was burnt down to to the ground. We started immediately to uh, look for alternative locals, and we succeeded quite uh, fast. So. Uh, in one week, we had the uh, alternative alternative local for room for for the youth club, and um, the twenty third of uh, December, day before Christmas, I signed a contract uh, for eighteen hundred square meters in, in a house quite nearby here, um, and we started the, during the Christmas uh, leave. We we gather all people we know. So we were about 25, 30 people who worked all the Christmas and New Year to to restore and rebuild them, that that room, that local with, with that we had found. So we we built the um, 40 meters of walls. We painted everything. We put up textiles and so on. And the 15th of January 2023, we we could start all our activities in the, the new uh, rooms and the new local. Parallel with this, um, we started the process to rebuild, to build up um, the Bo Folkets again. Uh, 
So uh, the process started with architecture planners and, and all that uh, in uh, 2021. Uh, and we have the, all the, the drawings. Young people in, in all ages was very, very involved in the planning of the new house. And they, they had the impact on, uh, on the solutions, which uh, I am very glad for today because it has been very good to uh, build up the house, people's house as quick as possible. And now we are there. So we inaugurated in, um, in November 2022. Uh, but that was uh, so much love from the neighborhood, from all the people. Uh, and I really uh, understood how much people depends on us and uh, what, what a big role we play in the local neighborhood here. We have talked a lot about uh, uh, young people and do you also have a lot of seniors in, in the house? Oh yeah, we have had that from, from the beginning from, during these 40 years. Um, uh, it started with uh, dance occasions, not every Friday, but uh, every second Friday. And uh, we, we had the same leader for that during 40 years. It was Greta. He's now uh, 96 years old. She, so she's not the leader of it anymore, <laughs> but she is still coming on uh, every second Friday. We saw for a couple of, for about eight years ago, we realized that was it was an increasing amount of uh, especially elder women. Uh, their husband has gone, is dead. Uh, many of the social life was about the husband. And nowadays they are very lonely. And uh, they are from a generation who thinks that I shall not be to any harm or something like that to anybody. I shall not disturb my children, my grandchildren and so on. And the result of that is um, uh, that we have a lot of uh, elder people and especially women uh, who are suffering from uh, psychological unhealth. Uh, and that's very bad. So we, we took a chat with the, uh, the, uh, the pensionist organizations we have locally here in, in, uh, in the Bo. Uh, and uh, we saw the same needs. And uh, we made a, uh, an ID for how to start a new social meeting place every weekday from 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock p.m. during the whole year a new kind of meeting place for elderly people. Very much bottom up, not top down. We don't create activities from Bofalkes Suicide. It's the elderly themselves that come with all the ideas for what they should do here in our house. And that has resulted in uh, today we have 25 different activi activities, uh, 
all it's from uh, card playing it's dancing in different styles there's uh, study groups who talk about the history of stockholm the history of our municipality nacka it's um art craft they are uh, painting weaving we have a picture club photo club uh it's lots of different activities and i'm so happy uh, every day i i go to my work and i see at 10 o'clock all the elderly people come into the house and starting their activities and so we have about uh, between 350 to 400 local elderly visitors per week in the house so we have a mix of generations here all the time every day and uh, this is resulting in that that they they the elder people and the younger people they know each other by name they say hello hello greta hello bertil uh, when they meet in in uh, the uh, here in the neighborhood uh, and i think think this is so important for the feeling of security in uh, the neighborhood uh, that people are not afraid for anything that's important mm. uh, neighborhood economics uh, is a term that has been used uh, on the international stage how do you finance all your activities support from the municipality private mm. finance mm. individual consultancy how mm. is the budget it's a mix i have a, a year budget now uh, 2023 it's about 16 17 million crowns uh, and that's about one tenth in uh, in dollars a little bit less and i i used to say that i i don't want to have grants because if you are the taker of grants you are in a lower position than the giver of grants you are in a, in a in a special situation that when you are not free to say what you want and do what you want and so on so I, I have focused on uh, to, to try to organize the financing by municipality consultancy. I, I always look for contract-based finance. So if I take the example of our, uh, our activities for the elder people, I have made a contract with the, with the politicians in the, in, in the municipality with work, especially with the elders elder people situation i have a contract with them where we we stipulate what shall we deliver to the municipality and how much does that cost for the municipality so about 80 percent of our budget today is based on this kind of uh, contract based finance and that gives me a freedom uh, and uh, uh, we we can make decisions by ourselves in a in a bigger way than if we were just grant takers uh, we also have tried to develop cooperation with the with the companies in the neighborhood we have a history of of agreements with for example toyota here uh, we have different small companies in the neighborhood that uh, helps us with different uh, kinds of funding not big money uh, just small amounts uh, 
as I said earlier, when I compared to my my experiences from uh, so the SOCAP conference in, in San Francisco years, some years ago, we don't really have the culture here in Sweden that uh, that companies should be funding social and cultural work amongst young people or so. Culture is that this is a responsibility for the municipality and for the state. Uh, so I think uh, there is a lot uh, to develop in uh, in this area. Uh, you named uh, uh, the politicians in, in your earlier answer. And uh, yeah. how is it the political support uh, of an organization like Bofocusers? I think we have a, a big support from the politicians from all all uh, sides, uh, from the conservatives uh, to to the to the left, uh, because uh, we are very entrepreneurial in our ways of thinking and doing, and uh, all the politicians see what we are able to do. For example, when I talked about the Snake City Carnival. Uh, it's it's the biggest cultural event in the municipality of Nacka. And uh, it, it's arranged by our organization, Bofolkutsus, not the municipality. So they they see what we can do and uh, it gives them respect for us. And I'm happy for that. But I think I have good relation, me and my organization, we have good relations with, uh, with the politicians in the municipality. Which role plays the leadership in your organization? My philosophy is um, to to work in a flat organization. Uh, I think it's um, to have all the staff members very involved uh, in all planning processes. Well, everything we do, it's it's the involvement of the staff should be very very well organized, so it doesn't take too much time. It should be in a very structural way. Uh, it should be very, very clear for every body in the staff organization. We have about 35 in the staff. They should know exactly when is it time to to discuss things, when it's time for decisions and so on. But I always ask uh, the staff about their opinion in uh, among different alternatives to go and i think this is very important because it builds a culture in the organization uh, it's called a little bit it's a little bit like uh, one for all all for 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 one uh, and uh, it creates a very very high level of engagement so i think all all my staff members they are not thinking of their job as a nine to five work uh you work when you when you need to work and uh, but we are very very it's for us it's very important to to have uh, very good uh, agreements uh with the unions and so on about the uh, level on the salary it's about working time it's about uh, vacation time and so on uh, and that's very important because my my best um, staff members are those who are happy when they come to the work they come here every morning with with ideas and engagement and they could understand that uh, every one of us is doing something important in a bigger machine 
that could deliver to the neighborhood and the, the local society. What is the most important driver for an organization like Bofolkesus to succeed in the next 40 years of development? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, that's not easy to answer, but I, I think it's it's the you have to be very grounded in the neighborhood. Uh, you have to work it intensely to have a deep um, relation with many people in the neighborhood. We always try to involve so many people as possible in our different activities. And that is for all ages, all from the kids up to the Greta, 96 years. Um, everybody should have the possibility to have a role in our organization and in our work. Everybody should have the, the pleasure of feeling that you are one amongst many and that we can do incredible good things together. I think that's the recipe for holding out and build, build an even, even better and stronger organization during the next 40 years. Well, uh, Johan, it was great to talk to you and hope that our listener will come back to you also to, to get the inspiration from the work you and your team here in Bofokasus is doing. Thanks for having me. I'm Kai Embren. Follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn, where I will be announcing the future guests to this podcast. And you can expect about two programs a month. And each guest has a unique story of making business and society sustainable. So find out more. Visit my homepage, kaiembren.org. Thank you for listening.